Howdy everyone, this is Active Gaming Life, and I'm your host, Dane Fisher. As always, I got things to do, but I'm here with you for the next two plus minutes to discuss everything gaming, old and new. Recently, I've had a great opportunity, a week-long opportunity to really delve into the new Mario game, Super Mario Odyssey, on the Nintendo Switch. It's been quite the adventure. All of the different reviews that you hear are true. I'm here to report that it is amazing. It is a masterpiece. It is everything Nintendo encapsulated into one beautiful game. Some of the reasons that I love it the most, though, is that it really takes you back and forward within the Nintendo IP. It acknowledges its history and where it's from, where it was built from, but also where it's headed. It all begins with, of course, a marriage between Bowser and Peach, a rather forced marriage, I should say, that you are trying to interrupt. And you sail on this this airboat, this air sail ship, to different kingdoms to try and collect moons to build your sails up. Now, that's the premise of the game. But the way in which this game controls is beautiful. It's unlike any Mario that I've played in the past. Because instead of giving you one suit with a new ability while continuing to use the rest of the suits that Mario history has collected over the years, a whole new mechanic of throwing your hat and turning into different creatures was introduced. And that completely changes the game because you spend about 50% of the time playing as other creatures, other things with different abilities. So instead of just introducing one suit, it's in fact introducing a multitude of new abilities for Mario. And it's such a wonderful thing. It also gives you a little feeling of what it's like to be a little Goomba or a stretchy caterpillar, which is also rad in and of itself. The gameplay is wonderful. It controls ever so smoothly. But I do want to be honest. One thing that I've heard from others is the best way to play it is with disconnected Joy-Cons. And that's the one way I did not play it. I played it with the Pro Controller and I played it attached handheld mode. So I'm not exactly sure what it is like to flip and twist and do all those things with the Joy-Cons in hand. I'm not an expert in that category. But what I can say is I definitely preferred it with the Pro Controller than to handheld mode. There's something about the offset joysticks on handheld mode that doesn't really sit comfortably in my hand. I almost feel like my right hand begins to cramp a little bit. So I preferred it with the Pro Controller, but it definitely sufficed on or in handheld mode. And the graphics are far superior on a 1080p screen as well. So don't get that twisted, but it, it, it does look really good in handheld mode as well. So it's not that big of a difference, just slight edging and pixelation around characters. I've completed the game, or I shouldn't say completed. I finished the story line, the main quest line, and it was so much fun. One of my favorite features, which I don't want to spoil anything, but... I'm not going to spoil specifics, but they hearken back to the days of yore by letting Mario transform into 2D Mario in certain instances in the map, 
And those moments are just so precious. They are so awesome. And they come at different times and look in different kingdoms. They look differently and control differently as well, depending upon the kingdom. It's, it's an amazing, amazing thing. I'm a huge retro gamer. I'm going to buy all of the arcade archives. So that tells you a little bit that I'm, I'm big into nostalgia. Now, this I'm running out of time for this discussion today because I promise to keep it under five every day. But I'm going to come back to this. I may not come back to it tomorrow as that's Call of Duty Day. But believe me, there is a lot more to be told from the post game.